Welcome back, East Coasters and Beyond. This is East Coast DNA Podcast. I am Andrew, and this is Darcy. And with us today from Prince Edward Islands, we have feelings, and I think the whole band. It looks like, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Minus a keyboard play. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good, yeah. So uh, last month we covered a couple artists from Nova Scotia, and now we're going over to PEI. We're going to circle the Maritimes a little bit up until East Coast Music Awards. So here we are in PEI. We're not in PEI. They're in PEI. We're here. And uh, Darcy hunted you guys down. How do you find them, Darcy? Uh, online, just with my uh, nonstop search for new music and stuff, I came across these guys. Um, it was the punk sound that really stood out for me because, I mean, I'm familiar with older punk music that I don't hear around anymore. And that kind of jumped out to me that there's obviously some older influence there in some of your own writing. And, uh, well, we'll get into it a little bit here too, but just a credit to the band too. Even when I was doing the research, I did notice too, like lyrically, like you guys really are communicating a message there. And from the little bit that I was able to find out about you in my research too, it seems like you are those people too. Like you're, living what you're speaking to so i mean that's a some credibility that and no offense to anyone else but uh you don't see that in an, all of the music that's out there anymore yeah. so uh that was definitely something that was interesting to me it made it stand out a little bit so i uh, thought i'd take a chance and reach out to you guys and you were unfamiliar to me as well so it was a little bit more interesting for me to dig in because everything i found was new to me and i dig a little deeper so I did see too that uh, you guys all have a little bit of background with other projects as well too. So, and uh, I did see a little bit about more of your uh, some of your personal stuff too. You guys have uh, some some varied uh, careers there outside of your music as well. So, yeah. So there I Internet knows. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of information on the internet. You'd be surprised. Onlyfans.com backslash feelings. <laughs> so Darcy said he noticed a punk sound. When I listen to Post Capital, I hear some like David Bowie-ish influence. Is that true, or is that just what I'm hearing? Yeah, Bowie. We love Bowie. Well, I love Bowie, but I don't know if we really draw from from him too much yeah. in our music i think more like yeah maybe here and some the old punk i think kind of hits the nail on the head pretty mm -hmm. well but yeah we all come we listen to very different music all of us and we're always sending stuff to each other and sometimes we like it and sometimes we don't <laughs> yeah sure but, uh, there's a few bands we really agree on that uh, like the ocs is one that we i mm -hmm. think most of us yeah big pretty pretty much they're a great band the wipers love the wipers yeah rookie chorus is great there's uh, you know, yeah, we cover a lot of teams. different stuff too. It's not all punk rock, but uh, you know, I, I really like like dark wave and new wave and post punk and that kind of stuff. And the listen to music with other languages, German music and Japanese and stuff like that, Swedish, yeah, Swedish music, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was another thing I noticed too. You guys uh, had a little bit of French in, in the EP there, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, is are you any of you guys bilingual or is there any yeah. French background yeah. or it was just yeah, I uh, I speak French and uh, fluently and 
we have a we have quite a few friends uh, who are uh, French Acadian and and Francophone and or a lot of our Anglophone friends speak French as well. So sure. you know, when we get together with uh, with a lot of our friends, we'll we'll speak in both languages and. Yeah, it's kind of kind of rolls back and forth yeah, without like much the, much effort. Yeah, like yeah. Jess is. Uh, yeah, my wife and my kids are both French. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my son speaks French. So yeah, our grandmother would swear at us in French. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In public to do with your kids. Too, it's the funnest thing to do. Yeah, you know, exactly. People know. <laughs> she may be crying French all the time. Swearing <laughs> in another language. And so we do have a list of everybody in the band and what you play but since there's four of you there uh, rather than me reading a list off do you guys maybe want to introduce yourselves for our audience and yeah say what you do in the band my name is Fadi and I drum for in various profession mm-hmm. yeah uh, I'm Devin I play guitar and uh, backup vocals yeah. sing backups Right. Uh, Brad, I do vocals and write the lyrics. My name's Chris. I play the bass. And, and uh, missing is our as our buddy Matt, who's on synth. Yeah, Matt Packman, he's not here. It's too bad. You so one up one way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was wondering, it's Chris. Is Chris the same Alibi Lounge, Chris? Or yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alibi. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. So there's there's a little bit of background for anyone that remembers the venue. Yeah, sure there's... played a lot of shows there. As Chris and I used to be in a band a long time ago called Dogfish Head. That's okay. a jazz band. So we we actually met playing in that band yeah. together, yeah, and then we played quite a few shows at the Alibi actually before before it shut down. And would that have been like your early years in playing, or were you already working uh, in a couple I... different bands before that? We'd been playing for quite a while on our own. I think you'd been playing for years and years. And yeah, I think it was my fourth or fifth band, maybe yeah. something like that. Fresh out of university, maybe. Mm-hmm. 20, 25, 26 years old. What was that, like 2005, six or something? Yeah. Yeah. Around there, right? Yeah. And then is that, uh, was there some kind of merger at some point with, uh, is it, was it uh, Fresh Kill? Or- oh, Fish Kill. Fish Kill. <laughs> yeah. 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 I wasn't sure how to pronounce it. Fish kill, yeah. Just, it's just missing the vowels. Yeah, we just yeah. took the vowels out and put all caps because kind of went punchy. Yeah. Um, but uh, that was uh, me and uh, Devin and Fady and uh, and two others that we played with. And uh, that was, uh, that's kind of how we started playing together. Actually, I met uh, uh, Fady's wife was mess- looking out for a, uh, someone to borrow a saw from uh, on Facebook and to do, uh, <laughs> to do some like uh, trim. Work and someone suggested uh, a circular saw, and uh, I used to work building houses and and I uh, still do carpentry work. And I was like, "Oh, you don't want to use a circular saw for trim work." So I messaged back about a chop saw that I had, and uh, and I went over to drop it off and met Fetty, and uh, and uh, we started talking and uh, ended up hanging out in the garage for like a couple hours, and yeah. uh, and then said, "You know, <clears throat> we should start playing some music together." Do you want to plug your garage since you've mentioned the yeah, word? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. We met in a house garage. That's right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I, do own, I do own a recording. So yeah. anyone uh, listening over in PEI, there's a, a garage for you to check out anyway? That's yeah. right. Most, most fair. fair. Yeah, most yeah. fair and reasonable yeah, totally. and best mechanic in PEI. I got myself an acoustic guitar the same sort of way. Someone's looking for a uh, drywall 
I had one, I had a Dwart one that I used and then I was done renovating that house and it just sat around for five years. And I messaged the guy, I said, I have one. What do you have? And he said, do you play guitar? I'm like, I'll take a guitar. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, sure. sure. That's, That's great. great. Yeah. Yeah. Is good. We'll do something. Could you make yeah, a guitar out of drywall? <laughs> <laughs> you can make a guitar out of anything. It might not last, but you can make it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so what year would feelings have become a band like that you guys were all together under that name i think it's been three years now uh we kind of so like when Fishkill sort of dissolved um we recorded a couple of eps with as that group and then uh as that dissolved the three of us thought you know we'll keep playing music together so we we kept jamming pretty well weekly i think and then we were kind of on the hunt for a bass player so we auditioned one guy he was a nice guy but uh, our schedules didn't really work out too well and then we actually wanted chris to play keys we we're thinking he could do the bass with the left hand and then his right hand could do some synth parts so he showed up to the first <laughs> rehearsal with the synth and then he showed up to the second rehearsal with the bass yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, a, that's a funny looking piano yeah that's right yeah because we kind of you know we, we we're kind of like playing a lot of the same sounds and we're the same people from Fishkill, and so we kind of wanted to make a new sound throw a keyboard in there and, and and change it up a bit um and chris is an amazing keyboard player but uh, he said you know i play keyboard in every band that i played in and so i'd like to play bass right and we were like sure you know we can't argue with that like we kind of have the philosophy that everyone should be able to just add what they want and uh we don't really have a a like a sound that we go for but everyone kind of just adds in uh what they want we work together and figure something out and so you know yeah it turns out he was a fantastic bass player yeah too, so. awesome. i didn't even know to, to find someone that wants to play bass that's a big step right there yeah. <laughs> just joking yeah. i like playing bass too <laughs> and so i guess lyrically i guess so brad probably more so for you uh -huh. um and there i mentioned that when i was doing the research i found a few different things about some of you guys too I did find a couple news articles searching for your names individually without looking for the band. Right. So I know that there's a little bit of history of uh, some uh, social rights. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to speak to any of that. I don't want to just go right into quality oh, yeah. old articles, but yeah. It's on the paper and uh, there's lots of other stuff too. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So um, I did see both, uh, I guess, support the ally for lgbtq stuff right. and i also noticed um protests yeah. stuff about uh segregation and racism right yeah yeah so yes. has that been a lifelong passion i mean most people have a teen angst part of their life where they're very <laughs> yeah. passionate about it um, that, and i definitely feel like what i'm hearing in the lyrics there's a little bit of that punk ethos that kind of stayed with you over the years but yeah. uh, maybe if you want to speak to it yourself a little bit from your personal experience where the passion comes from yeah so i think uh you know i this these types of issues i was not aware of until i went to uh upi and uh, okay. taking classes there and uh i started learning about a lot of stuff that was happening in the world and i was kind of shocked and i think it was pretty naive at the time and so it was upsetting and uh and uh i was not very happy about what i was finding out 
And uh, so I started writing for the Cadre newspaper and, and I was trying to, you know, I was writing uh, social political stuff and, and creative writing and having fun. And uh, um, yeah, I ended up getting into uh, uh, organizing rallies at different points and, and uh, have been approached and asked to help organize different rallies and, and uh, supports for various, uh, um, various things that are happening in town and, um, and, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of social justice issues that need to be dealt with and, uh, that really are huge problems. And, uh, with music, I just, I find like, I have a hard time writing lyrics that don't have anything to do with, uh, social justice or bringing up issues because I feel like I'm wasting my voice. And so I want to use, uh, this as an opportunity to, uh, to talk about things and and bring things out into public and, and just like get it out there and, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully have a conversation or, you know, at least bring it out into public, uh, for people to, uh, to hear and talk about and, and that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've done, uh, some, some different rallies and, and that type of stuff. So. And I did see one unfortunate reference there that I have like, uh, was it a hug and kiss? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So was that actually like somebody attacked you guys or? No, it wasn't us that were attacked. It was, uh, I think it was 2012. And there was, okay. uh, there was a, a gay couple in uh, Little Pond up near the eastern end of the island. And uh, they were, uh, they were firebombed in their house at night. And wow. uh, so one of them, uh, as I understand, had a broken leg at the time and had to be uh, thrown out the window. And they escaped through their back window. Um, they had been getting like hate mail in their mailbox uh, at the time, saying it's a sin and that type of stuff. They had moved here and, and thought they would uh, live here forever. Uh, and uh, and they had their house burnt down in the middle of the night uh, because of homophobia. And uh, so we uh, organized uh, called the Hug and Kiss In, and it was kind of uh, a straight and uh, uh, LGBTQ plus alliance. Uh, but we wanted to highlight that it was like, you know, straight people that were organizing it and, and, uh, and, uh, acting as allies. And so we also wanted to be kind of a positive thing, uh, mm -hmm. show our support, uh, for this couple and for uh, LGBTQ plus people everywhere. And, uh, so we did a hug and kiss and we played like, you know, that game duck, duck goose. We played that and ran around in a circle. I think we called it duck, duck, Jennifer. And, uh, and then we like, we had, uh, people, uh, kissing. Uh, whoever they felt like kissing and we had like the longest kiss, that type of stuff. And, uh, there was quite a few people that came out. There was a lot of people that came out. And this was pre pandemic. This, yeah. It's hard to imagine kissing anyone you want now. It actually, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's, it's really, yeah. So we thought, you know, if we did something that was fun and exciting in public, then we're going to get some media. It did work. Perfect. Yeah. And I mean, it's still out there too. Like, I found yeah. it. So, I mean, it's obviously that stuff's left online, not just for archival purposes. Like people still yeah. back and see that stuff. So I mean, there's That's still right. a little bit of attention and well, hopefully people are hearing more about it right now too. So yeah, totally. it was, I don't remember that happening. Um, maybe where it wasn't super local, it wasn't covered in any media I was yeah, following yeah. at the time. Or, mm -hmm. I am aware of stuff that has happened locally. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. Not naive to the fact that it happens everywhere. Yeah, just well, that uh, was kind of part of it too. Is it wasn't a new idea to do a hug and kiss in? It happened in uh, uh, 
somewhere in uh, in Western Europe, I can't remember where it was, but there was a, a protest against the Pope, I believe, and they did a similar thing. And uh, so the idea was that like, it's not an isolated event that happens in one geographical area mm -hmm. at one certain time, but it's connected to all these other uh, uh, things that are happening and, and, uh, and hate that's happening all over the world. And it's ha it happens here in, in our hometown and your hometown all mm -hmm. the time. So, you know, it's not something that happens over there. It's happening, it's happening here, everywhere. Yeah. In my yeah. day job, I see lots of yeah. follow from a paramedic. So I see lots of uh, all right. the follow from hate. And it, it sucks. Yeah. Wow. That's, oh, that must well, that's intense. Hate people because they're assholes, not because of what they're born into. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. 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 And so the album came out, was it 21 that you released or was it actually just last year that the album? Came out? We, yeah, we just got it yeah. squeaked in for the ECMA deadlines, I think. Oh, okay. It was, Wait, yeah, end of September. Seven, eight minutes? Yeah, we, it was right. like 11, oh it was 11.51 at night. We were still, <laughs> yeah. we were still dealing with some uh, like, payment upload. issues and stuff to the ECMAs, I think. Oh my yeah, God. We wouldn't have filed an upload to 11.55. Brad mm -hmm. and I were on the so will you guys be uh making the trek over to halifax since uh, we, these are we two? haven't heard yet uh, sure. but we could go over to just do really unfortunately yeah. it's the same weekend as my wife's 40th so i'm i'm obligated to stay yeah take her with you yeah. <laughs> i did say that <laughs> she's like i don't want you to go to my 40th <laughs> do you want to go to halifax or something like that <laughs> if either of you play guitar uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. andrew plays guitar so there you go <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He has your contact Easy information. Yeah. And we know where you work and everything now with the notes. Yeah. <laughs> big trouble. That's it. No, I don't, I don't know if they announced the showcase or not. We were really hoping to, to, to grab at least a showcase spot and head off. But I think uh, our, our keyboard player there is in Halifax now. So I think the plan is to go anyway to Halifax at some point soon and play a show there. Mm -hmm. Maybe stop in Moncton and play a show in Moncton on our way back. Mm -hmm. So maybe like a Friday and Saturday could be in the spring sometime. We haven't really... We really need to sit down and hash out some dates that are going to work for everybody because yeah. Chris is generally working every single weekend with uh, with his work right now, so it's tough for us to we have to book mm -hmm. something ahead of time to, to do that. Uh, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, I really want to play off island too. Yeah, yeah, we'll make we'll make it happen. Yeah. We're gonna. Yeah. Moncton's got some cool spots too. Yeah, we would have. I think we'd have a, a decent crowd in Moncton. We know quite mm -hmm. a few people there, and yeah, not so much in the music scene, but uh, yeah, I think it, we have, they could drum up some some audience for us. We've been noticing uh, just with the bands that we've been following and organically, there has been a lot of uh, traffic there for heavier bands lately. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It seems like, I don't know if maybe there's new venues opening. It didn't seem like there was much going on for a little while. And Yeah. I never really. If it was a pandemic, they might have just been a little slower to reopen. You yeah. pandemic angry, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> wanted to listen to harder yeah. music. Yeah. yeah. It seems like a cool spot. Zero is arcade. Zero is arcade. That Moncton? Yeah. Oh, I don't know that spot. The laundromat too. Yeah, laundromat. I don't. I don't know if they do shows or not, but I would love to. Plan B. I don't know if that place is still there or not. Mm -hmm. uh, that would be another option. Yeah. You'll definitely have to keep us updated so uh, we can yeah, sure. plug you more in the future episodes. Mm -hmm. We're uh, we're planning on doing a few New Brunswick bands next month, probably. So uh, hopefully, we have a few listeners out that way too. Yeah. Definitely, definitely have a Halifax base. So I mean, anyone listening can keep an eye out for any upcoming performances uh -huh. uh, where the recording's fairly new um I, like i do you have a strategy for releasing like singles or anything or music videos or you uh 
There is, yeah, we have planned, we had plans for a music video. It's not off the table yet. We've got a great friend that's a videographer that has offered his services, but uh, just finding the time, I think. It, it was kind yeah, of a plan, and then, you know, other things come up, get in the way, shows get booked. We, yeah, we focus we on recording. recording for a bit, and then, uh, but uh, as far as singles release, we, we just dumped the whole P, EP online, and we're happy about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I said, I, I, I discovered it through listening and researching it i went back to it just from hearing it so i mean the radio play wouldn't have drawn me in in the first place anyway it was yeah, yeah. it was it was a little different approach yeah so going into the rest of the year then do you guys plan on doing some like you're going to try to get out to off the province for a little bit do you have some other shows okay. around you guys actually have music pei coming up a lot quicker than the ecmas i guess that's in march that's yeah, we we haven't booked a date yet, but we'll be at the trail side in March, Trail Side Music Hall. Cool. We're, we're yeah. still drumming up a couple of extra bands to play with us. Maybe, yeah, maybe one more band to play with us. See, the trouble with Music PEI is we don't have a fiddle player. Sorry about free breakfast. We will soon, though, actually. Yeah, right. <laughs> actually yeah. Not joke, all joking aside, yeah. we're going to start playing a demo with a violin. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. We didn't tell you this. Yeah. He goes yeah. to all our shows. Actually, he loves our, our oh, stuff. Great. He's the guy that uh, played with uh, Kathy Kadar. Yeah, that's yeah. Viola. Yeah, Jeffrey. Was he playing viola? It's a viola. Oh, that's even better. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. Seems even fancier. <laughs> yeah, that's right. been a nice More fun to say. <laughs> yeah, viola. You know what you're talking about if you say viola. <laughs> so as far as the uh, editing goes. We have a note here that Devin does the editing. Do you do it all of it, or do you share that oh, work? It may, it may be misleading to Devin's because our our engineer's name is Devin as well, uh, and he did yeah. So our studio guy, he did the mixing. I I did a lot with him, but uh, and I kind of poured over the recordings night and day, and I think I just started to annoy these guys. Well, one minute, 55 seconds, that's just to change a tiny bit. No, no, yeah, everybody's kind of happy with, we did some work on the drums for Fatty that needed to get done. But, uh, not too much. We kind of left it a little looser, this this uh, EP. So the two we did with Fishkill, like we, we everybody played isolated and we did scratch tracks. We added everything, you know, post-production, post, uh, changed a lot of the drums around, changed, all, like everything got moved and shifted. Uh, and this time we were like, you know, we just want to do live off the floor and get a better feel, better sound. So we recorded, uh, Fatty and Chris and I recorded, so drums, bass, guitar, all off the floor, and then uh, added Brad's vocals on a different day and Matt's keyboards on a different day. So it, it has a better like rolling feel to it, more live feel that we kind of wanted. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely spent many, many, many hours listening through the recordings quite a bit and then communicating back and forth with Devin. I play in a different group with our engineer, so he he puts up with me. <laughs> and my my manic way of, of uh asking a million it's questions it's not easy for us either <laughs> so yeah I'm a little bit of a perfectionist and and you know i i did have to let it go at one point and say this is you know rough is good and, and on this recording that's what we were looking for it does have a rawness to it that i notice that i enjoy right we, we tried yeah. to maintain that and you know it had a, after we finished mixing uh it had a pretty clean sound and we send our stuff down to get mastered with this guy at in the states dead air studios uh his name's will killing killingsworth i think is his last name totally oh, awesome last name but, uh, <laughs> <Wicked>. oh, yeah <laughs> i sent him the money it said will killingsworth okay. <laughs> anyway he so was, he, like, he was in another band, band too right made it really uh raunchy sounding just love on the mastering side of things and yeah. was he was he from the band uh orchid 
You know what? I feel like that's yeah, maybe not advertised so much on his website, but yeah, yeah, I'd have to do some research to find that out. Yeah, that's not a band I'm super familiar with, but I know <clears throat> some of my old car mixes just mix metal and stuff. I definitely had some of that in there at one point. I know he does a lot of metal mastering and, and a lot of punk mastering. That's kind of his thing. I think we just Googled like punk mastering for cheap or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, he, and he's like bargain basement prices for the quality that you get. It's unbelievable. Uh, but and he'll do like two edits. He sends stuff, and you can you can send back two revisions. Which I oh really? Do. So yeah, he did he did just an excellent job of stuff too. So yeah, he he made it sound kind of raunchy again after we cleaned it up, which is what I was looking for. Awesome. And where should people look for you guys online? If they're like besides Bandcamp, which we always like to plug, that's uh, probably where I was listening to you the most. I I had you on Spotify while I was working today. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Most that's, platforms: Spotify, Apple Music. We're, yeah, we're on all the all the streaming Distro services. Kid. I mean, we go through yeah. DistroKid, so they just put our music wherever. And- it's like 151 different places sister because sends it to <laughs> yeah yeah and we make, make like five dollars a year off the royalties yeah, or something all right but yeah. uh, Bandcamp is probably the best spot well if we have new stuff out like if we were going to release a single we'd probably just do it through Bandcamp. we have a christmas yeah. song we put out yeah i think right. i have to take that down actually it's still up yeah but i, I every december i release this christmas song again that we really really rough recorded i was listening to that as well yeah. I, I gotta take it down <laughs> christmas is over now <laughs> i'll put it back up next year so is that Chris's mess? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. no relation to our bass player, Chris. Yeah. Okay, we okay. That song in Fishkill and we did it. I think we wrote it uh, on a Saturday and played it that night yeah. at, a, at a bar. And uh, it was a total mess and just awesome. It was, it was really fun. <laughs> yeah. I love that song. It's, it's a great song. Fun. It's a great fun. Brad screams at the audience. Yeah. It makes, it makes somebody feel like there's a Chris in the audience and everybody in the whole audience is looking around for this guy that Brad is screaming at. Hey, <laughs> when there's the holidays, and you know, you don't want him there. But yeah, it's, I, that that song too is like you know, it's it's Christmas. Chris is mess. Chris Kringle is making a mess. Christmas, it's like polluting everything and and uh, screwing things up, and just you know, consumption and consumerism, right? So, Chris is mess. Yeah, remember when we were kids and Christmas was fun? I was just like. Oh. Here comes Christmas. <laughs> so. oh my God. I hate Christmas. Oh, I'm, I'm beginning to hate <laughs> Where you guys mentioned that you were looking for a few bands to play with, and you've mentioned being in other projects as well, one of the questions we usually <clears throat> ask on our regular episodes is uh, suggestions of other bands. I usually go for bands that you've performed with, but I mean, where you've been with a lot of different projects over the years too. I imagine that list could be quite long, but maybe some ideas for us to put onto a companion playlist to promote along with this episode. Yeah, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Club Rat, love Club Rat. They're good friends of ours. They uh, they play some cool uh, post punky type stuff. Yeah, really cool songs. Yeah, I love their stuff. So I think they just have an EP on Bandcamp. I don't think there's anything on any streaming services yet besides that. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're playing. We're probably we're hoping to play a show with them coming up when we played a show last year with them. They're they're a great group of guys yeah they're super fun yeah there's a little slow burning hell yeah burning hell they're really fun and you really know them um and uh i really like allison blash's music she opened at a show on trail side with uh us and tenure and it was great oh, yeah. that's one i'll have to check out i don't know yeah i don't know if i was able to be able to find her music online too uh yeah yeah she's like very, yeah singer songwriter yeah. spotify just, like, well. guitar and and like 
super huge range of your voice. Very creepy songs, creepy lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, really, really cool stuff. There's uh, there's Absolute Losers in Charlottetown, too. They're really good. There's They've been to the Glasgow, actually. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Anyway. Oh, who else? There's, uh, there's a... Like Janina McGilbrey. Oh, Janina, uh, Mind Waves. Yeah. yeah, we just played That's a show right. with Mind Waves right on, on Christmas Eve, actually. But they are, I don't think, officially a band anymore. It was their first show in six years. Yeah, uh, that they and they we were super pleased that they asked us to open for them, um, but I don't know if they're going to be doing more shows or not. Their their drummer I think is from away, as we say, <laughs> or lives away now. So yeah, not off sure. island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're off island, you say you're off island. Yeah, <laughs> we'd say from away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's a, there's a quite a few bands here now too that are that are pretty good. A lot of fun to go check out. Uh, I, I should get my book. I have a list of, of bands. I made a list of uh, a lot of different bands in town because uh, when I tried to book shows and try to get bands, you know, sometimes bands are busier. We tried to we tried to book one show and there was like one uh, club rat. Someone had a surgery and then there was another band that had surgery and the people were out of town. So, you know, you need to have a big uh, list of people you can contact for shows. Yes, I, I've I've noticed a few that I've been to since things have started opening up and there's shows everywhere that if you go early enough you can usually see somebody from the crowd that people go over and they're like hey man can you pop up on stage and yeah. space? And <laughs> I've seen it more than once now so it's, it's a little bit more than more common than it should be but it's an uh-huh. unfortunate reality things happen like well, especially with covid now i guess people people have to stay home but often do stay home because they are too sick to play but, yeah exactly yeah we we get uh, our christmas shows we had two christmas shows kind of back to back within six days of each other and uh, i got really sick I, I showed up and played anyway with a mask on but uh uh didn't find out it was covid until after the fact yeah, but yeah. uh yeah had to do it <laughs> i still <laughs> hugged him everybody hugged me yeah <laughs> nothing happened to them there, and, uh, uh, must have been the non-contagious person. you know we should mention catholic gator too uh oh yeah Matt, totally. uh keyboard player his he's his band is called catholic gator Cool. I'll check that yeah, out too. They, yeah. they, he's got a ton of music on Bandcamp. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it's all it's all really good stuff. I don't know if he's got anything uh, streaming. I haven't looked, but sure. the Bandcamp like at least five or six albums on Bandcamp. Yeah, that's been he's been right. that for a long time. Now the cold weather coming this weekend. I mean, it'll be over hopefully by the time this episode's out. But that'll that'll keep me indoors for a little bit, so oh. I can do some, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can do some dive. And if they're out there, I'll find them. Yeah, yeah. Minus 45, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah something crazy. Minus, it keeps going up. Anybody you talk to has five degrees. Yeah. Minus yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I forgot to work on my just so my battery wouldn't start the car. Uh, yeah, on car. my way in here today, my heater wouldn't turn on. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I tossed with it a couple of times. And <laughs> yeah. I did. I used my heater today. <laughs> and as far as a online presence, Instagram, is that the place, best place to find you guys? or? Yeah, Where we have most- Instagram and uh, we have a Facebook uh, thing. And, uh, we're going to have to get back in the Instagram. Matt was taking care of that. So, uh, right. uh, let's. Uh, yeah, I guess one of us has to learn how to use Instagram now. <laughs> <laughs> Not really our forte. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah I just, I'll yeah. tell you. you be my We only, I don't, Andrew used it maybe a little bit before, but I only started using Instagram when this podcast started. So, it, it, you can figure it out. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, I it's not that different than Facebook, but we—I don't know. Maybe it's as a as a group. But Chris has always been unplugged from any type of social media, and <laughs> yeah. we're making our 
making backpedaling from Facebook quite a bit. So we don't really do a lot of social media personally. I still mm-hmm. tried to start an anti-social media thing, but I couldn't get any friends. <laughs> you just, I'll do it. I don't know. <laughs> How do you connect with anti-social media people? Yeah, yeah. you gotta meet people in person. What's yeah. that about? <laughs> Talk to people with your mouth and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna play out with uh, "Dream Scream." Is there anything you want to say about the song, what it means to you, where it came from, or did you just dream it? There's a little. We uh, with Vishka, we had a we did a dream scream type thing. We I, we started a show and uh, I put a mic out and was asking people like, "Give us your dream or give us your scream," and getting people up to have a screaming contest. And uh, we're throwing uh, tapes that we had made out for uh, people who are screaming. And that scream got it. It was tape, really yeah. fun. And then uh, we were working on the song, and uh, it's it's about uh, essentially it's about. Um, uh, stealing indigenous lands to mine for resources and uh so that's a that's a big scream and uh the dream is to uh you know uh, start uh, thinking about how we can uh work with indigenous communities and and uh, learn from them uh and uh change that uh relationship that we created uh, so and musically it's it we just felt it needed a doo-wop section too so yeah we slapped yeah. that in the song <laughs> Big, big, heavy outro and do up and that's three the quarters dream. of the way through. That's the dreamy section. Yeah, and that does have some French lyric as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So for us ignorant anglophones, what, what are you saying? Okay, uh, think of what the lyrics are. <laughs> well, like, it's, it's not go, a strong if point. We go for a walk. Si on marche à pied, si on marche à pied, on pourra trouver uh, c'est pas de faire tous les choses qu'on ever there. Uh, if we walk hand in hand. Uh, we might find that we can do things that we never. Uh, uh, What's the last line? Never dare. That we have never dared to do. That's yes. a shout out to the They Say Babies, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So oh, okay. They Say Babies have a, a, a similar sound and line like that. And so I think they say never dare in one yeah, of the songs. Yeah, you and, uh, so uh, I saw them at the Carrefour, the, the, I think it's what it's called, the France Abbey. Yeah, uh, and that was really good. And uh, I don't—I wasn't conscious of that when I did this, but uh, I, I was like, "Oh, this really sounds like hey babies, maybe they say baby stuff." And uh, yeah. that's what you can say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never translated. The rest of the band. Yeah. Well, I think they, they have a new single out or something. As oh well. yeah, oh, do they? So, yeah. So there, they made the companion playlist. So anyone listening? Yeah, to oh, cool. I'm, I'm sure you guys just on the French vein, but the Lisa LeBlanc's new new album, Chiac Disco. If you haven't heard that yet, you gotta listen to it. Yeah, I'm seeing the name quite a bit there too. I'm, I'm where I don't really know French, like it's, I should, but I don't. So I, I'm interested in learning more because I'm, I have noticed, a lot of our artists have been starting to venture into that a little bit. Like the yeah, people that we've been talking to. Yeah, that's cool. Not, not the majority, but there's been enough that it's a percentage. Uh-huh. So it's I'm a little curious. So I'm trying to dive into it a little bit and. My daughter's actually taking French immersion, so yeah, yeah. I should probably brush up on it a little bit. <laughs> so I, high school was a while ago. Google, Google translates yeah, amazing you. thing now. <laughs> yeah, there's a Bon Patron is a really good uh, online. Uh, uh, you can write uh, in French, and it will check your paragraphs for 
conjugation and all kinds of stuff. Oh, really? Cool. Bon patron. B-O-N-P-A-T-R-O-N for anyone that needs some, uh, just to get their paragraphs checked out. <laughs> Something better than Google Translate. Yeah. 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 Incidentally, my favorite tequila. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone wants to find us online, everything is in the link tree down below. So instead of less them off, hit the link tree and everything's in there. All our episodes are in there. Most of our episodes are in there. And that's it for this episode. This was Feelings and this is Dream Scream. Thanks for coming on, guys. Just les choses qu'on never